Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, fellow patriots, fellow occupants of the basket of deplorables. Great to have you along. You're just in time because we are kicking off our number two of the Bobby Mack Electric Radio Program here on Tuesday. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. And it's easy. All you need to do is pick up the phone and call me using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. If you prefer to send me a text message, just use the CSRP, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71 307. I'm behind on those, and I'll make a, a valiant effort to uh, get caught up as we proceed along through hour number two. Joined again this afternoon by my friend Harry Kibler with Rhino Hunt. Uh, Harry, how are you today? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you doing? I am fine and dandy. Thank you. Uh, uh, reminder to folks, if you, if you missed our get-together last week, uh, Harry was uh, instrumental in putting together the uh, the little demonstration down at County Square to uh, make our elitist betters on County Council aware of the fact that we are not happy that between uh, March and October, uh, the citizens who put these people on County Council have been unable to uh, question them about, well, anything. And, and in the wake of that, now a, a lawsuit has been filed under the Freedom of Information Act uh, to make the same point that we would like to be able to ask them questions about, say, oh, where the $90 million for the Taj Mahal that will be finished in a decade, uh, where, where that money is actually going, who's getting it, and how's it being spent. So Harry rejoins us uh, with the latest. Yeah, Bob, well, thank you for that, and thank you for last week allowing me to come on and, and talk about what we were doing. Uh, if your listeners uh, will remember, of course, uh, last Monday, I believe, uh, we had that discussion, and we had a, a really good response. We probably had 75 or so uh, concerned taxpayers, citizens of Greenville County showed up at uh, County Square. Uh, we made our voices heard. Whether County Council will listen or not is yet to be determined. But a pretty uh, good turnout for a, for a Tuesday, for a Tuesday afternoon at 530, uh, a pretty, yes, pretty representative turnout. Yeah, it really was. Uh, you know, Fox Carolina came out and uh, covered the event as well mm-hmm. as the Post and Courier. Uh, and uh, they, they actually treated us very fairly uh, on, on their reporting of what we were there for. 
since then, Bob, I've been in touch with a couple of the county council members, uh, asking them once again, you know, please reverse your decision. Uh, right. The citizens of Greenville County uh, deserve an open, transparent government. Um, you know, uh, a week from today, county council will have their next scheduled council meeting. At this mm -hmm. point, it will still be an Internet-only meeting. Uh, citizens will, would not be able to inquire of their council members uh, uh, things that are of their interest. So uh, we've got a lot of work still to do. Uh, we are, you know, if council continues uh, ignoring us, we do plan on returning back to County Square again next uh, next Tuesday, which is Good. during their meeting. Right. Uh, we're not going to give up. We're going to continue. Well, you know, Bob, what I say, if they don't see the light, make them feel the heat. So uh, <laughs> one of the things that we're doing, Bob, uh, this evening at 630, Rhino Hunt is having its regularly scheduled monthly meeting. Unlike county council, we invite people to show up in person and participate at Rhino right. Hunt. Right. Uh, so uh, we're going to give out a lot of information to the folks that, that show up tonight. Uh, far too much information to, to discuss on this phone call with you. Mm -hmm. right. uh, but, but action items that we plan to take to get our voices heard and, and get county council to reverse their decision. So right. tonight at 630, that's on the meeting agenda and, Bob, I know that you've mentioned this and probably had some lengthy conversations while I was busy earning a, a paycheck. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, our state lawmakers have been called back to Columbia for an emergency session. Uh, I believe it's early next week, uh, September 2nd, I believe. Right. And they're going to be they're, they're going to be talking about uh, making some changes in our state's election laws. And, uh, of course, that's also on the agenda for tonight's meeting at Rhino Hunt. Um, and I've got a lot of concerns about uh, the possibility of changing the election laws. So uh, I went to the person that, that I trust the most in that regard, and mm -hmm. that is our, our uh, state – I'm sorry, our county director of elections, Conway Belangia. Right. Uh, and he, he is slated to be a guest speaker tonight at Rhino Hunt. Excellent. Uh, so if, if you have questions, concerns, uh, if you want to hear straight – from the director of elections, uh, you know, what, what to expect uh, as far as the way our elections are going to be run in November. Mm -hmm. uh, this will be a great meeting for you to show up at, ask your questions, get your information directly from the director of elections. Um, Conway expressed to me that he is also in need of uh, poll workers. Right. Um uh, so you'll have an opportunity tonight to hear about that and uh, to sign up to become a poll worker. Uh, Bob, I just feel like, you know, as usual, we feel like we're drinking from a fire hose yeah. when it comes to our elected officials. Understood. Um, and for those who may be wondering, well, what's the big deal with county council doing Zoom meetings or virtual meetings? Because, you know, of all the fear and paranoia over the mask wearing and socialist distancing and all the rest of it. The problem is when they conduct sessions in this manner, you can ask a question of them, but only about something that is on that night's agenda. So if you have a question about anything else, uh, you're, pardon the expression, SOL. Well, and, you know, in addition to that, Bob, you, you, you're restricted. Uh, uh, a large major portion of, of the citizens of Greenville County 
uh, do not have Internet access. They do not have a computer that would allow them to get on a Zoom meeting. Some Correct. of them lack the, the knowledge of how to do it. Uh, so, you know, that, there's, there's that, that element of it. But, but here's another element. Would you, if, if you were wanting to be in a dating relationship, would you do mm-hmm. your dating relationship through Zoom or would you rather do it face-to-face <laughs> where you actually can have interaction with each other and, and get, you know, the whole point across and, and, and all of that? You right. know, these, these county council people, they, they are literally our employees. Our tax dollars pay them. We elect them. But they do not want the accountability uh, that comes with the public being able to be present at their meetings. Right. You know, Bob, uh, you know, our school teachers are back teaching our children. And, and regardless of which method you're, you're, you're teaching this year, other than virtual classes, uh, you know, your children are in school a minimum of one day per week. Right. The teachers are in school a lot more than that. So if, if, the, if public servants such as teachers, uh, if, if we can expect them to, to be at work, why is it too much to ask of our elected officials? Fair question. Now, on this business with, uh, with Conway needing uh, people to work at the polling locations in November, this really becomes an even more crucial element of what's going to be happening around the November 3rd election because of the fact that with the Chinese flu having terrorized uh, so many people, many of the individuals who have served as poll workers in the past are individuals who are retired, senior citizens who have enough time on their hands, and volunteer for the minimal wage of whatever is $100 or whatever they get for working the polls from 7 in the morning until 7 at night. And as a result, uh, we've seen a huge decrease in the number of available poll workers. So I certainly understand Conway wanting to get that message out. And uh, and if you uh, are in a position uh, to do that, it is, uh, in essence, uh, in no small measure, a, a patriotic service that you're performing. Well, it really is, Bob. And, and I don't want to speak for Conway and give out, you know, erroneous information, but I would have to assume that if they have too few poll workers, then they're going to have to combine precincts, which means Correct. that it's going, to be, it's going to be more challenging for the voters to be able to cast their vote. And we don't want that. We want right. people who are registered to vote to be able to cast their, their ballot. So it's imperative that, that Conway has enough people to work those, those precincts. Uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's very, very important. It affects the entire election it sure uh, does. If we have to go down that road. So you can get, you know, everything I've discussed, you can you can hear more detailed information tonight at Rhino Hunt meeting. Uh, it's at Scruffy's auction house. Scruffy is a great guy. He's letting us use their facility uh, for our meetings. The, the street address uh, for Scruffy's auction house is 327 South Buncombe Road in Greer. That's 327 South Buncombe Road in Greer. And the meeting starts at 630. One other question, Harry, on this September 2nd return uh, in Columbia of the legislature. We know there's an ongoing lawsuit. Uh, The DNC wants to essentially have uh, anybody who is vertical and ventilating be able to vote. Uh, They are pushing this mail-in voting. This September 2nd discussion of this, is mail-in voting going to be a a part of of what they are looking at in this meeting? Do Do we know that yet? According to some of the lawmakers that I have personally spoken with, yes, that is 
one of the action items or agenda items that they will be discussing. Uh, they will be discussing uh, not having uh, the uh, signature line uh, for um, uh, for a witness signature on the ballot. If you're, oh, if you're sending your ballot, they're yeah, looking that's no at good. It, uh, that's that's not good at all. It's not good at all. Extending uh, the amount of time that uh, county uh, voter registration offices have to open the ballots and get those ballots counted. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain that that's. I'm not certain that's a bad thing. If if there's if they're not going to be able to get it all counted, but but that's on the agenda. Uh, being able to drive up to a an unattended drop box, Bob, oh, no. and dropping uh-uh. your dropping your ballot off at an unattended drop box is also on the agenda, uh, as well as what you pointed out, mail-in voting uh, right. on a broad scale is what I call it. Uh, so, yes, we're, we're facing some intrepid times in South Carolina. Uh, and, and, you know, Bob, I just hate to say it this way, but do you really trust uh, the lawmakers down in Columbia to do the right thing on this? Yeah, that's that's a, a very important question. And I'm sure that that's one that we will discuss uh, probably tomorrow at some length with your friend and mine, Dave Schwartz, from Freedom Action Network of South Carolina. But if there is one crucial element to what happens on November 3rd, it is that we must secure the ballot box and and all of these, the kinds of things uh, that have led to ballot harvesting in California, uh, to to ballot fraud in New Jersey that we've read about and and other places. These are crucial elements about this. And the Democrats' argument you know, that it's unsafe to vote because of uh, the Chinese flu. I got a uh, I got an uh, an email today and it said, greetings, Bob. A friend told me if masks work, if social distancing works, it's OK to stand in line at a grocery store. Why isn't it OK to stand in line to vote? Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Bob, dead people can't stand in line to vote. <laughs> and therefore, we need mail-in ballots uh, in order yes. to be able to get the dead people's votes. Too and true. I personally believe that's what this is all about. Yeah, Still as do I. As do I. Harry Kibler with uh, Rhino Hunt. He's a patriot. Thank you, Harry. I appreciate uh, your letting us know what's on the agenda uh, coming up at the Rhino Hunt meeting. And, and thanks for uh, keeping uh, plugged in and keeping us up to date on what's going on here as well. You betcha. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate you as well. You bet. Harry Kibler from Rhino Hunt. 420 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here, and we're right back with more as we cruise on here on Tuesday on WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, check out the shoes. In my case, uh, Adidas sneakers, the choice of the day. Or as they say in Europe, Adidas. Yeah, that's the way it's pronounced over there. 425 here on the Bobby Mac Show. So this business of secure elections uh, really is going to be vital because I, I fully believe that if the votes are counted in an honest election, that these uh, leftist, progressive Marxist tyrants at every level of government are going to be wiped out. Uh, But without ballot security, the exact opposite potentially could happen. And make no mistake here, the Democrats are on a drive to take every elected seat, and they don't care how they go about getting it. Uh, And we talk about ballot fraud. Uh, We talk about the cheating going on and of course you know pelosi and schumer and and the the ilk in the democrats oh no well we we don't have a big problem with uh with electoral fraud well in pennsylvania about two and a half million voter registration postcards went to people who are not registered to vote state representative daryl metcalf who chairs the state government committee said there is certainly the potential for hundreds if not thousands of foreigners to be on our voter rolls and a certain percentage who are casting ballots according to the federal elections assistance commission between 2012 and 2018 28.3 million mail-in ballots remain unaccounted for. The missing ballots amount to nearly one in five of all absentee ballots, as well as ballots mailed to voters residing in states that do elections exclusively by mail. And, of course, in uh, Philly, a judge of elections, a judge of elections, has pleaded guilty to stuffing ballot boxes over the course of a number of years with fraudulent votes for Democrat candidates in federal, state, and local elections. So uh, there's all kinds of evidence of election fraud, ballot stuffing, illegals voting, undelivered mail-in ballots all over the place. New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Colorado, Texas, Indiana, and many more. So it is hardly the rarity that the Democrats want you to think. Back to the phones we go. Uh, Presley Stutz wants to uh, add a bit more to what Harry Kibler had to say from uh, Rhino Hunt. Uh, Presley, of course, uh, with Greenville Tea Party. Hi, Press. How you doing today? Hey, Bobby Mack. Doing well. Just uh, fighting the traffic here uh, in Greenville. But, uh, you know, Harry is, is spot on, and it's just timely that uh, I got back into my car and was listening uh, to that segment of the program because I just literally – got off of a national call with some national leaders mm-hmm. around the country who are very concerned about this. And this is what we know. Um, you know, Rahm Emanuel, who taught everybody never to waste a crisis, right. uh, they have, they've got their playbooks on the shelf ready to pull them out at any given time. And uh, when they saw COVID coming, 
they thought, okay, here's our opportunity for these mail-in ballots. And $200 million has been poured into mail-in ballots by the left. Mm -hmm. And they are specifically targeting swing states. North right. Carolina to the north of us, Georgia to the south of us. Mm -hmm. We're still fairly red here, but uh, they're chipping away at us because our rhino lawmakers are helping them uh, do their job. Right. But um, so we're, we're fighting this colossal giant of $200 million. And you're exactly right. Um, and they, they want to use the Postal Service because, you know, uh, you know, you've heard the old phrase, if it's good enough for government work, you know. Right. Um, so, so the post office, they consider it to be successful if they deliver 96% of the mail. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that other 4% just disappears. It goes right. uh, somewhere. That 28 million, those 28 million ballots. And uh, just uh, for example, in the state of Ohio, um, there were a quarter of a million missing ballots that took place in the state of Ohio. Mm. Now, Donald Trump only built, uh, got it, he only uh, beat Hillary by 400 and some thousand votes. Right. Okay. So if they use this mail-in ballot strategy, um, you know, we'll never win an election again. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, it's and, it's vital. You know, the, it's vital that a number of things happen, uh, that that our votes be yes. secured by the principle of one person, one vote, that people going exactly. to the polls on Election Day are secure and free from BLM and Antifa uh, violence, that mail in ballots right. must be cast, received and counted by Election Day. Uh, otherwise, you know, like yes. in California, they, they can uh, tabulate the vote in real time so the Democrats can sit there and say, oh, we need another 10,000 votes from this district and go out and get them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so what I would urge everybody to do when it comes to voting is become a VIP. Vote in person. Right. Um, take these. If, if they start getting these mail-in ballots, they just need to shred them, get rid of them. Because there is such a, a, a ripe opportunity for mass abuse with these mail-in ballots, and uh, it would be the downfall of the integrity of our election, uh, our election system. Uh, not that we don't already have integrity issues, um, but boy, it would uh, it would ensure that we never could get another uh, conservative elected to office ever again. Yeah, it is. It, it is a it is a very real. And, uh, and present danger. Presley Stutz with uh, Greenville Tea Party. Press, thanks for chiming in on this today. Appreciate it and appreciate uh, the work that thanks, uh, the Tea Party does. You bet. 431 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready to update the news, and I'm right back on the other side here on the Tuesday edition on WORD. And we get right back to your phone calls coming up next. Welcome back. 4.38 now, 22 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. And as promised, right back to the phones we go. Uh, connecting next with uh, Chip. Hi, Chip, and welcome to the program. Hi, Bobby. Thanks for uh, taking my call. First time caller. Love what you do. 
Excellent. Good Thanks, to have Kyle. you here. Uh, Mo Money Penny, do you have uh, the cowbell handy for a first time caller? Yeah. Awesome. No. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I am calling uh, basically uh, Direct TV as uh, my channel provider for TV, mm -hmm. and um, they covered the the DNC last week on Channel Two Zero One, and uh, I thought to myself, "All right, Direct TV has their own channel for the DNC. Let's see if they do it for the Republican side." So uh, after the DNC came and passed, they switched over and it said RNC TV. Well. I, I went to turn that channel on last night, and that channel was gone. 201 Oops. was no longer there. Oops. They replaced it with some, something else. And um, it just seems to me to be another uh, example of media corruption. And uh, are, are they actually allowed to do that? It seems like you, if you cover one side, you have to cover the other, especially if you're somebody as big as DirecTV. Am, am I wrong on that? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the, uh, the FCC uh, does not regulate cable providers in terms of uh, fairness or balance or equity of coverage. Okay. Yeah, I found it out. I, I called to ask about it, and, of course, the two customer service reps I got that probably weren't even in the country um, <laughs> didn't know what I was talking about and said that right. it was a pay-per-view channel, and uh, they refused to even admit that they covered the DNC last week. Uh, but I just thought, you know, there's a, there's a lot of DirecTV customers out there, and uh, that certainly – doesn't uh, sit well with me. So yeah, they here's here's an alternative for you, Chip. Uh, you probably do have uh, even on uh, oh, so, Directv uh, a C-SPAN channel. Yeah, so I had actually ended up watching it on OAN last night because I wanted to watch the whole, uh, you know, the the whole convention, gotcha. not just the the commentary in between. But um, right, yeah. So I was I was able to find it. It's just. Uh, it, the other thing I found kind of disturbing about the fact that it was on 201 is the channel above it is CNN's uh, take on the Democratic <laughs> National Convention. So if you happen to just turn that on by accident and thinking that you're getting something that's not going to be uh, slanted in one way, you're, you're probably in for a rude awakening. But. Yeah, sad but true. Yeah, because uh, the leftist yeah. ideology seems to to dominate in media these days. Yeah, um, and I, my, when I spoke to him about it as well, saying that, you know, I was going to contact media and uh, let people know about it, they, they didn't seem to care about it. So Money, you know, Penny just, uh, Money Penny just whispered into my ear, try DirecTV channel 347. 347. Yeah, and see, right. if, uh, see if it's there. Okay, well, because I, 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 would, I would suspect uh, you probably are not the only one who brought this to, to their attention, Chip. And, and it's, yep. it's it, in the subtle way that uh, they can influence viewership. If they put the DNC on 201, and logically, to me anyhow, you would assume that the Republican convention would be on the same channel the next week. If they move it to another channel, uh, what do you know? It makes it more difficult to find. Right, right. Just, just the way they do things, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, who wants to what? sit there and scroll through 500 channels with nothing on? Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting well, stuff. Thanks for taking the call, Bobby. Yeah. My, my uh, pleasure, Chip. It. Thank you very you much for the call. Day. You too, sir. I hope, uh, hope you, you have right. a, a good Tuesday as well. Meantime, uh, in on the text line 71307, and I am horrifically in arrears here. Uh, Bobby, I believe Senator Joe Biden sent you a text at 315 he appears more confused than usual 
Uh, let me see if I can uh, quickly go back and find that. Bum, bum, bum. He said as he uh, scrolls down and continues to scroll because it was at 3.15, so that was early on in uh, today's exercise. Ah, here we are. Here we are. Here is today's text message from my buddy, Senator Joe Biden. Billy, that's how I recognize it. It's from Joe. He always begins the same way. He calls me Billy. Billy, I'm on the warpath today, man. I'm so fired up I've done at least 20 laps in this basement. No lie. President What's-His-Name and his party are having a national contentment like we did last week. Total copycats, man. And they accuse me of being a plaborist. But I digest. I didn't watch it, but Corn Pop said some guy from your state of South Dakota named uh, Tim said some bad stuff about me. He also told me another racist white guy from your state uh, named Nikki said some lies about me as well. Let me be perfectly clear, folks. America has a bilateral choice. No, wait a minute. That's not the word I'm looking for. America has a uh, binocular choice. I don't know. Maybe it's a bisectional. I, I don't know. I, I got to go, though. Get out there on December 47th and vote Kamala for VP because we can't cast uh, that uh, vote for you. At least not officially. Anyway, signed, your pal, Senator Joe Biden. Uh, Bobby C-SPAN on DirecTV is channel 350, 350, gotcha. Uh, Bobby, if they're going to change election laws, let them first give us recall of all offices and close all the primaries. Suggestions that I would like to see them take to heart. Uh, Bobby, I tried to watch the uh, RNC on Fox News last night, but Tucker Carlson would not shut up. I was forced to watch it on CNN. UGG. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Channel 347 is OAN. I think that's where he said he did end up watching it. Uh, Bobby, we watched the convention on C-SPAN. No interruptions at all. That's where we will be watching it all week. By the way, the C-SPAN numbers for the RNC convention, night number one, uh, six times higher than for the Democrats. Uh, Bobby, OAN Channel 347 covered the whole RNC convention in HD. All other channels had standard definition and subpar audio. Uh, Bobby, the Wolves want mail-in ballots so they can have a vote on what's for dinner. Exactly. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back here on Tuesday on WORD. Welcome back. Still uh, crickets from the uh, Democrats about uh, the violence in Portland, Seattle, and other cities. Although, uh, yeah, creepy Uncle Joe uh, did speak out uh, once again. Uh, uh, 
decrying the systemic racism in the United States that's behind the shooting of uh, Jacob Blake in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Car dealership went up in flames last night. Protests turning into riots uh, late Monday into early this morning, along with another car dealership and other businesses. Video today on uh, Fox. Uh, the poor people that own these businesses out trying to sweep up the detritus that's left in the wake of the rioting and the burning and the looting. Uh, oh, and ironically, um, at least one of these car lots had on uh, the big sign out front that they support uh, BLM. Burning, looting, and murder. A video posted to Twitter uh, by Shelby Talcott, who's a reporter for Daily Caller, shows that two dealerships, including Car Source, a casualty of Kenosha's first night of protest, were targeted again during the second night in the wake of the caught-on-video police shooting of Jacob Blake on Sunday. Uh, Car Source and a second dealership, Budget Motors, were subject to either looting or fires or both. As flames roared at Car Source, other people in the area reportedly spent at least an hour trying to put out the blaze and prevent it from spreading to a neighboring home. Prior to the destruction, they had about 140 vehicles on their lot. Police fired tear gas last night about 30 minutes after the 8 o'clock curfew took effect, trying to disperse the protesters who chanted, what else? No justice, no peace, as they confronted a line of officers wearing protective gear standing shoulder to shoulder in front of the courthouse. Hundreds of people stuck around screaming at police and lighting fires, including uh, burning up a garbage truck near the courthouse. Tensions had flared anew earlier Monday after a news conference with Kenosha's mayor, John Anteramian, originally to be held in a park, was moved inside the city's public safety building. Hundreds of protesters rushed to the building. A door was snapped off its hinges before police in riot gear pepper sprayed the crowd, which included a photographer from the Associated Press. Too bad. Democratic Governor Tony Evers called in 125 members of the Wisconsin National Guard after protesters had set cars on fire, smashed windows, and clashed with officers in riot gear the previous night. On Sunday night into Monday morning, independent reporter Drew Hernandez, who uses the Twitter handle at uh, Lives Matter Now, shared video showing a progression of demonstrators' destruction of the car lot, as well as other businesses and property in the city. Around 2.20 in the morning, Hernandez posted footage of what appeared to be a flaming flare positioned under a seat in the back of an open vehicle parked directly under a sign that read Black Lives Matter. Just 10 minutes later, the truck appeared to have gone up in flames with a fire extending to neighboring vehicles. A different video appears to show multiple fires set throughout the car lot as car horns and loud bangs can be heard blaring in the background. Demonstrators were protesting the police-involved shooting of Jacob Blake, a, a black man, from approximately 5 o'clock Sunday onward. Evers, uh, the governor, condemned the shooting of Blake, who was hospitalized in serious condition. The three officers at the scene have been placed on administrative leave, which is standard practice in a shooting by police, while the state Justice Department investigates 
um, and, uh, you know, the details of that. Meantime, interestingly, uh, there were a number of armed citizens who moved to defend businesses in Kenosha last night as the rioters were busy torching the city. Protests sweeping the city as arsonists brazenly targeted businesses. Ortegay Ventura, a field reporter for the Daily Caller, was on the scene and caught up with armed citizens attempting to stop the angry rioters from destroying businesses. F-word you, you ain't with us. A woman yells at an armed man attempting to stop the mob from looting and vandalizing a Kenosha business. One man said in a video showing two armed men walking beside a building, nobody F with the business owners, they're probably with you, F with the government, another shouted. Now this Jacob Blake uh, has a history. We'll tell you what it is when we come back on the other side and kick off the 5 o'clock Follies. Hour number three of the Bobby Mack Show is next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 